0: guys welcome to day four of your 90-day detox today we're going to be going over rumination Um, rumination is hard because rumination is when you have time to yourself um, or even if you're around other people and these thoughts get in your head um, you start to rethink situations you start to question situations and you start to question yourself. Um, so when rumination happens, we have to have a line of defense to kind of stop us and say, this was not healthy. This was not okay. I am doing the right thing by leaving this toxic person. And it's hard. I think um, I still ruminate sometimes. I think my rumination has evolved. Um I was looking back at my diary and I was on my day four and I, I told myself today was positive. Um, we had a security camera at, at my old house and I had only checked the camera four times that day. And I was down from like the eight or nine times I was checking it before. Um, and I told myself, you know, this time it felt different. I'm kind of just checking to see if he's there, but not checking to really see him. If that made sense. I wasn't checking to watch him I didn't I didn't want to see his every move I wasn't craving to see him I was just checking to kind of see if he was there um I also wrote down that I had watched another video and those videos do help um I think it's Dr. Carmen Bryan on YouTube she's a really good person to watch um and she kind of has like tips and tricks also to help you get through with the rumination everything that you're going through Um, but I do believe that a good video helps with everything that you're going through because for me it was a video that helped me know what narcissism was I didn't know what narcissism was before I prayed to God to unveil like what was wrong with this person I knew there was something wrong with him like he was cuckoo I knew that but I just couldn't put a finger on it I thought I had attitude problem I thought You know, I was growing up and this is what relationships needed to be because I came from negative relationships. Everyone in my family have negative relationships. There's no positive influence. I was previously in another relationship that was toxic, but it was toxic in a different way. So it was harder to see this toxicity because I wasn't getting attention from my last relationship But this man was giving me more than enough attention in the beginning. So I'm just like, well, he can't be toxic. It really must be me. Um, I must be doing something wrong. So videos really do help. So I I really encourage videos. Um, But I wrote down in here that um, I should write a poem and read it when I'm ready. Um, And basically that poem is describing what I'm feeling, everything that I'm going through, my hopes, my dreams, my fears, and then read that either a few months later, a few years later, when you're, when you feel that you've grown and you've progressed and look back at where you were. Um, Something else that I wrote down in my diary was that, um, what did I say? I said, maybe I'm numb, but if I don't miss him at all, I feel like there's something wrong with me. But I'm starting to believe what people are saying. I am beautiful and I deserve love. It's not my fault. And then I wrote at the bottom, I said, things that he did. Tried to pull me from my family. Made me feel ugly. Made me lose relationships with friends. And then I just said, stay strong. I think with rumination, we think about what did we do that person to make them that way because when we first met this person they were everything that we needed them to be and more (laughs) so they were a version of the last person that they were just last with and a mixture of you so you're telling them everything that you want so in the beginning they're a little bit more quiet they're a little bit more reserved they're more on the giving side. They're giving you everything you want. So they're giving you attention. They're asking you how your day was. They're asking you your dreams. And they're sitting there and they're taking it in. They're taking in that information of who you are so that they can become that. And they're they're listening to what you want so that they be, can become that. And all we hear is he's such a great person. He, or he or she is such a great person. They're a great listener. They, they're so sweet. They're sending me this and they're doing that. I, I mean, I received... An abundance of flower deliveries and I don't even like flowers people I don't like flowers and I I made myself think oh he's so sweet he because television and movies have made me think yes this is what it should be like uh, if a man is sending me flowers he loves me he cares he's so sweet and in my head I'm not even like thinking to myself like girl you don't even like flowers like why do you care but that was his way of getting in. And with rumination, we, we tend to think we, we think back to, well, he was so sweet in the beginning. Like, what, what did I do to make that change? Or what happened to make that change? Did I stop doing something? Did I say something in a different way? Um, if you've been told, like myself, that you have, you know, attitude problems and you get angry too quick. What, did I not give it enough time? Was my... Other relationships, you know, a failure in this one, I'm, I'm automatically giving up too quickly. Uh, did I stop doing something for him? Did I change the way that I look? Um, am I not pleasing him anymore? Is this person more attractive? And that's why all of this happened. We, we start to put so much blame on ourselves that we're not thinking like this person is evil, we're just saying, what did I do? Is the narc thinking about me? Do they miss me? Do they want me back? And you know, <laughs> it's funny because I, I I felt like I kinda had like this, the snow globe, like where I was on the outside of the snow globe looking into this fake world because I had, I still had camera access and I'm looking at him literally act like I was never there. We had five years together and this man literally within four days, act like I never existed. He had already changed around the house again. He was already going out on dates prior to even when I left that man. Um, but it was just like in the blink of an eye, I never existed. You would never have never thought that this man was married and his wife just left him for cheating. You would think like he's on top of it. He's got all of this stuff. And he's a great person. And we have to remember, like, we thought when we first met the NARC that they were an amazing person. (laughs) They were this wonderful human being. I can't believe I got lucky. But just think of the torture that they were putting their previous victims through um, before they secured you. And I, I honestly feel so bad because... I know how our relationship began and I know he used triangulation with me and another woman and to think of what he must have been putting her through is so painful because I took part in that and that's something that I had to get over because I just the person that I was with him was not me and I feel, you know I feel sorry for any girl that any future girl, any girl in the past like that hasn't healed because a narcissist can honestly mess you up for life if you do not properly heal. If you keep ruminating about what you did, then you're not healing. You have to understand that there is no love. They do not love you. You are an object they wanted to achieve. They got that object. They wanted to drain that object. It's kind of like a sponge. Got a new sponge. You're cleaning with it. You're filling it with water. It's cleaning up. It's good. But then it starts to get that little, uh, that moldy, uh, sponge smell, that nasty smell. And you don't like this, that anymore. You're not going to keep using that anymore. It's no longer good to you anymore. What do you do? You toss it out and you get a new sponge. Do you go in the trash and say, oh, sponge you clean some dishes for me you cleaned the counter for me I don't know how I can go on without you sponge no you toss that sponge and you get another one like like oh this one is so much better anyways I like the smell of this one this one is great I maybe like this new color of the sponge it's the same with the narcissists they're <laughs> they've replaced you and they're onto something else already because that's what they do like it's not so much you as a person, you as a love, you which you've contributed, uh, you which are lacking. It's none of that. It is literally they're on to something new, they're on to a new target, and they're gonna drain that target until it starts to stink, until that target no longer is valuable to them anymore. That 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 target is not giving them what they used to in the beginning. And I know for myself in the beginning, I did want to help future supplies. I did. I wanted to, you know, do this whole big old be careful, be aware, reach out to everyone. Now I'm kind of more like I pray for them. I pray that, you know, they know their self worth, they know their love, um, that they don't have to waste five years. Like, no one wants to waste so much time in a fake relationship. And, you know, if I can be there to guide people through a step and help people to feel stronger, to not go back, then that's what I want to be because I don't want another person to have to waste so much time in a relationship that will never, ever change because it changes you and you, you, you get worse the longer you stay inside of those type of relationships. I... I wish that there was a magic button to say in four months after you leave a narcissist, you're going to be great. You're going to be out there dating again. You're going to feel confident. You're going to do this and and everything that was taken from you is going to be replaced to you within four months. You're going to be doing great. You're not even going to miss him, but that's a lie, (laughs) You know you're going to miss that person so much because you are still mourning a real relationship that never existed to this person, and you're still ruminating about did i did I not try hard enough? Did I say the wrong things? Do I really have that attitude problem that they said I had? Do I give up too too easily like they say I did? Um, did I let myself go like they say I did did i did I really do those things, or was it them? Did I overreact for from him texting a female coworker? Did I overreact for somebody on IG or Snapchat or you know all of these things? Wasn't me. Did I overreact and was he correct in saying he can't help you know what people send him? You know all the things or them you know all the things that you hear throughout the relationship that really start to play uh, an effect on your mind. And and in four months, honestly, it does not go away. You start to think about it more and more because the longer you're gone from that relationship, it's like a, a fog, you know. It's either coming in heavy or it's burning off. And we have to pick which one we want. Do we want the fog to keep coming in and just cover up? everything that really happened because we're not writing down the memories and we're just saying, no, that didn't really happen. And it really wasn't as bad as what it was when he cussed me out and he took my money and, you know, never celebrated my birthday without an argument, but I I gave him the world, but you know, he came from childhood abuse and that's why he's like that. Or do we want the fog to burn off? Do we want it to be like, that wasn't healthy? Wow. I did. I did try to provide for him and he rejected that and said it wasn't enough. I did try my best as a human being but he wasn't there to help me. You know, a relationship is, is it's two people working together to better both of themselves. It's not you helping somebody with childhood trauma. Let's be honest, who doesn't have childhood trauma? I had childhood trauma. I had almost just as much childhood trauma as he did, if not more. And I still made the excuse that he had childhood trauma. And the, the difference is, is I thought I had healed from my childhood trauma, but I didn't because obviously I was chasing or I was allowing myself into these relationships because I didn't love myself. I wasn't confident in myself. I didn't believe that I was beautiful. So any man that paid me any type of uh, attention, I was like, well, I mean, he does like me. Why not? You know, and we have to let that, that fog burn off. We have to really start un- You know, letting it out and really seeing the the true sky for what is really going on and what's really up there. And the fact of the matter is, is we enter into these relationships that we do not want with the narcissist. 90% of the time, most of us are not attracted to our narcissist, but their characteristics, their charisma is what gets us. And that's what keeps us. They have a sob story. So then that's what get us. That's what gets us. And it's funny because I started like playing around with the dating app and for us women, we have to be careful to make sure we are not PMSing because then you see a sob story on someone's profile and you're going to swipe right, left, whatever, because you're just like, oh my goodness, this is a genuine person and he just wants to be loved. I mean, I'm not attracted to him, but he's out here trying like we're so emotional, we're we're so involved, you know, for me personally, I know when I am like, you know, it's that time of the month, I get so emotional that I can't even see a disabled person. I'm just like, oh no, this poor person, they can't do this, they can't do that. And it's so emotional, but you know, it's just like this person is living their life, like minding their own business and I have all these emotions. So just imagine hopping into a relationship with someone who is terrible because your hormones and you know when we're we're jumping into a relationship with a narcissist or a toxic person it's you feel sorry for them it's not so much like oh he is drop dead gorgeous I need him and he is all of this and, and there are those narcissists out there don't get me wrong mine was a covert narcissist so he had to make up for what he was lacking in different ways so he wasn't the tallest he wasn't the skinniest he wasn't the prettiest So he had to make up for it in his behavior. So he was, you know, opening doors, sending flowers, sending cute messages and, you know, breakfast in bed, all of those kind of things. Uh, I think there's a movie uh, or a series actually on um, Netflix called Dirty Jane. I highly recommend everyone watch that. It is a good (laughs) series. Goes over narcissism really well. Um, but that's what happened with me. There are different types of narcissists. So, you know, you may have the, the Donald Trumps of the world where it's more out there and and vibrant where it's just like me, me, me. And you can honestly tell like this person wants attention. Then you have the, um, I honestly forget his name, but the gentleman, I think it was Utah who heard, I think her name was like Scott Peterson's of the world where they're they're prone to kill to hide their secrets and keep their secrets and you know you wouldn't expect it from them but you know when something better came along what did they do they killed their wife so that they can have another girlfriend you know it's like well please don't kill me don't kill me just leave me (laughs) like it's not that serious please just leave me do not kill me um but there's so many different types of narcissists that you know you really have to start thinking about the type that you were with because that affects your mind differently there's the kind that I had one who was basically neglect where he gave me breadcrumbs and kept me you know coming and he was beautiful (laughs) so to me I was like oh I can never get this kind of man you know he was fully in shape and cute face. was he a 100% that like this dream no he wasn't I fell for the body and I was like oh are in shape you're nice um but he would give me breadcrumbs he would you know pop into my life and pop out of my life and I I I kept taking the crumbs that he was giving me and feeding into them because when we were together it was great you know and I was just like well If I, what do I need to do to keep him wanting to see me? Like, what do I need to do? I don't need to ask questions. I need to do X, Y, and Z. But in actuality, it's like, no girl, you need to ask questions. This this is why this is going on. This man played me a whole song about being a side chick. And I'm over here thinking like, okay, maybe he didn't listen to the lyrics. And, uh, but I liked the song, downloaded the song. And I'm like, no, he don't mean I'm a side chick, side chick. But he, you know, like he didn't really listen to the song. it's just like... <laughs> okay, you really believe that. Um so with rumination, if we if we let it take hold of our our brains and our minds, we won't heal. We're going to keep sinking into a depression and we're going to we're going to run back to that narc cuz we're going to blame ourselves. So be careful when you're ruminating. Yes, does it still happen? It ha- to me? Yes. I still ruminate sometimes. Is the rumination quick? Most of the time, because I, I, it will happen and I'm like, I don't want this person in my brain anymore and I'll stop it. So I encourage you guys, please journal your feelings. You're going to want these memories in the end. You're four days in. That is a lot. It's at this point, you know, you're, you're thinking about what you just did. Like, why did I leave? Was this person this terrible? Write it down. Write down everything that you're feeling good, bad, indifferent. Write it down so that you can look back and you can see when the rumination gets too strong and you feel yourself blaming yourself for that relationship that you know in the back of your head is toxic. Write it down. Write down those thoughts. But also think about what do you want the fog to be? Do you want the fog to be thick and keep coming in? And just take up your day? Take up your sunshine? Or do you want it to burn off midday? Do you want that that fog to go? Do you want it to just be fleeting fog? Thinning out fog so that you can enjoy the sunshine that you're meant to have? Of course, I will continue to pray for you guys. Stay strong. You are beautiful. You are wanted. You are loved. And you are worth more.